hello, hello. It's the Charlie here to do Cypriot football talk, innit, bruv? I can go all cockney on you lot. I don't mind. Sorry for the delay, boys and girls. I've had some interesting conversations on the phone with regarding transfers. As you guys know, I already work in the industry. I'm trying to move players over to Cyprus, and it's been a difficult one, man, because you lot ain't playing ball with us. But that's fine. Apologies again for the lateness. I'm here to discuss the transfer rumours. And as you can see at the bottom, there's a few things to discuss. And I'm going to get right into it because you lot don't want to be fucking sitting there waiting for me all day, do you? I mean, no one really likes waiting. But as they say, you know, my daughter was late for school today and the teacher was standing by the bloody door. And I said, yeah, sorry that we're late. But, you know, lateness is greatness. They found it funny. But there you go. So, first story. And this has been brewing for a while. Jovanovic. Come back. Fucking hell. How do I get this full screen? There we go. Jovanovic looks like he's heading to Partizan Belgrade. Now, this goalkeeper was goalkeeper of the year two seasons ago. And um, there's, there's a mass exodus going on at Abolon at the moment, isn't there? I mean, how many players have, have left them this summer? I mean, um, Dabor left, Zradi left, Mavria left, Alessami, uh, Jovanovic, the uh, defender. <clears throat> Who else? Who else? Hendi left, Saha left, Wada, Roberge. Whole bag of players have left Abolon. And now it looks like their goalkeeper is on his way to Partizan. Now, what I will tell you guys is um, I've spoken to a contact in Serbia and nothing is official yet. So I wouldn't be worried just yet, Abolon fans. That being said, you know, this goalkeeper is, is fantastic. He's absolutely brilliant. And... Um, for him to leave the club would be a, a, a big loss for them, for sure. Uh, their replace His replacement, I don't know. I really don't know. But at the same time, I'm sure they've been planning on him leaving the club because they have been quite... The rumours have been quite rife about him leaving. I know he was on holiday in Denmark, I think, until recently. And he, now he's back in Serbia. So there's a chance that he could be going there. So, as I said, it wouldn't surprise me if he's going to Partizan Belgrade. In the meantime, his club have been very active, haven't they? They've signed a Norwegian left-back, who I guess is there to be the challenger for Hamas, who is injured, Skjelvik. Now, this guy was at uh, Ob in Denmark. He was at LA Galaxy. And um, apparently, doesn't he played against Upperwell in the Champions League? I think, was it for Rosenberg? I'm not sure. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, but he's an experienced left back. And I'm pretty certain he'll be the first choice, especially now that Hamas, as I mentioned, is is injured. And it's all changed at, at Bolon, isn't it? I don't know what's going on at that club in terms of their, their recruitment or what's going on in terms of their plan. Clearly, their title <clears throat> challenge wasn't great. Um, and they finished in the top six, albeit thanks to changing three head coaches. So I'm, I'm guessing they're going to put a lot of hope on Andone. But then again, given their track record, they sacked their head coach beginning of last season, the coach that won them the title, Gadala came in, and then they sacked him. So you know, I, I, I'm not going to expect too much from them this season. That being said, you know, they've started the transfer window very, very aggressively. And they've identified positions that need uh, filling. As I mentioned, Mavrias has gone. And they brought in Davika, or Davikwa, sorry, uh, from, where's that, Nottingham Forest and Wigan. 
So I'm not too sure about this player. I don't remember hearing much about him in, in England. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I live out here. I, I, I don't remember clubs talking about him or pundits talking about him. It's a strange one for me. But then again, nothing ever really makes sense in Cyprus, especially when it comes to, to transfers. Maybe I'll get a Nottingham Forest fan or a Wigan fan on. In fact, I know a Wigan Athletic fan, actually. I'll ask him what he thinks of the player. I'm going to do that, actually, when I get off the, when I get off the uh, stream. So, yeah, right back and left back are sorted for Abolon. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, looking at their transfer so far, uh, they brought in Abdurrahimi from, was it, Agrida, wasn't he? Because he was on loan at Bafor. Kremenchik, the striker, who was, did pretty well in, where was it, Indonesia or Singapore, wherever he was, but he had a really bad injury before that. He did okay at Bark. Uh, they brought in Peretz, the Israeli midfielder. Adoni, I think he's a good signing for him. I think Adoni's a good defender from, from Salamina. Um, so, yeah, let's see how this one goes from there. As I said, they've started the season really, really aggressively in the uh, the transfer market. Well, that's six signings, Dora, you know, which is six signings more than Omonia. There you go. But we're not going to talk about Omonia just yet because there's no stories about Omonia just yet. <laughs> Oh, crikey. Right. The next story is regarding Ayek. And as you guys know, Rosales left Ayek. They, they haven't got any right backs, but they're looking at Fransol. Fransol. Um, apparently, he's out of contract very soon. How does he? 32, 33 years old. And he could be heading to Ayek. And it, to me, this is no surprise because Xavi Roca loves a Spanish player, doesn't he? He loves a Spanish player. So it wouldn't surprise me if um, if they sign him, you know. I, and to be honest, to be honest, is he an upgrade on Rosales? I don't know because, let's get it right, I don't know much about him. <laughs> I, I don't know much about him. Uh, they signed, uh, was it Facundo Sanchez? Didn't they sign Facundo Sanchez from Banathenai? Was it from Banathenaigos, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, they brought in Robert proven in the Cypriot League and Cadelari, which again, that's an interesting one for me because Cadelari went to Ostend in Belgium. Didn't they get relegated? I think they got relegated. So look, they've signed two proven players in the Cypriot League, two players who might add one, the league with Abolon. They can play, well, Roberge is a centre-back. Cadelari can play centre-mid and centre-back, which I guess is a, is a great option to have. I think Adelari is a very underrated player. Um, I don't know what it is about him, though, because he, he was he was at Omonia, then he went to um, Hungary, then he went to Abolon. Where else did he go? He goes somewhere else. Uh, no, he didn't. He went, yeah. So, Adoni is good, Gadelari is poor. You, you think? I don't know, I think there's something about Gadelari. To be honest, I prefer seeing Gadelari in a central midfield role than a centre-back role. I don't know what it is about you know, separate national team coaches and all that. But for some reason, if you look at Getspire, he wants to play Gogitz as a centre-back. I personally think Gogitz is better as a central midfielder. I saw him at Hibs. He did very well central midfield. He played fucking Gusula at centre-back. Go figure. Even though I do think that Gusula will be a centre-back eventually because that, that knee problem might be a bit of a techie one for him. Gardelario was injured a lot with Ustin. Yeah, I know. He had, he had an injury, didn't he? He had a really bad injury. So, yeah. Um, he had the body, but not a good technique. Well, 
yeah, this this is the thing. He's a he's a very physical player for sure, and he's got a lot of strength and pace. I prefer him as a central, central midfielder. I'll be honest with you. I like. I think his passing range is decent as well. And you know, we saw Abolon. How okay? I know he slipped in as as a third centre back um, with the German coach, but I I prefer him centre mid. To be honest, Getspire likes to play six central defenders. Let's not talk about that. Uh, no, we won't talk about that. I, I don't want to talk about it. Tell you about Barker. I, I don't know what you want me to tell you, bro. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Barker is, from what I understand and from what I read today, he's now training alone. He's got a contract until, was it 2025? Isn't it 2025? Was it 2024? Whatever it is, he's still got time left on his contract. And clearly, he's not, he's not in Sofroni's plans. So I don't know what to tell you. Even if he does leave, what difference is that going to bloody make? I don't know. See, now I've got the fucking hiccups. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Right. Next story. It is this guy, the Shadow Man. The Shadow Man. Does anyone want to hazard a guess who the Shadow Man is? Garmi Odisai and their, their, um, you know, their fucking social media team. I'm sorry. Look, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, yeah, but... Social media is poor, isn't it? It really is poor. I mean, they, obviously, they've got the Poonian advertising board there. Why not? Why not? And this is his company. It's his club. I, I don't blame him. That is a silhouette of someone. And it's supposed to be Miliziano. That's the story. Miliziano, the player who last season scored a massive five goals in close to 40 games. He is the answer. So Garbiotis has problems. I don't want to disrespect the guy. I don't have any problem with him. He had a pretty shit cup final, didn't he, against Omonia? So if he's the guy to solve their goal-scoring crisis, then inshallah it works well for them. But, you know, Duris is still having contract negotiations. Um, they signed a few players onto new contracts. But El Alucci is another one that's out of contract. Now, I don't know why no club in Cyprus have made any official offers for El Alucci. I think El Alucci was, for me, the standout player in Group B back end of last season, for sure. For sure. I, I can't think of many other players. Maybe Guerrero, you could say, Anoftosi, was a very good player last season in Group B. Who else? You know? Vucenovic, you know, people are going to say, oh, he's your friend, but I think he did well last season, back in the last season. Sadiq, obviously, was going to do it. Asante made a difference at Voxa, you know. But in terms of players, especially Garmi Odisa, I, I think, I think uh, Lukili and, and El Alucci were clear, weren't they? I don't know. What, what do you lot think? and their social media. Yeah, apparently they've they've changed the, the head of social, haven't they? That's all. I'm not sure how true that is. But they announced it, so I guess it is true. But yeah, it is poop, isn't it? Fucking hell. Any update from Habibi Amirvada? Has he has he got his passport sorted? That's the first question, because I've seen him like on the plane and shit. Maybe maybe hey, maybe he just went on a friend's private jet and just sat there. It didn't take off. He just sat there taking photographs. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. 
So yeah, um, in terms of any other transfer news, there isn't anything really going on at the moment, is there really? Um, apparently, there's a there's a goalkeeper that could be heading to. Oh no, wait, hang about. It's just been announced. Oh fucking hell! Well, look at that. Would you Adam and Eve it? Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. I'm not to see if announced the signing of a goalkeeper, haven't they? Ivan Arboleda. I, I never heard of him. Never heard of him. But hey, we've we've got news. Breaking news. Let me bring it up on the screen. <laughs> Fucking hell, look at this. The joys of live streaming, boys and girls. Check this out. Let me find it. Here we go. Super Sport. Thank you very much, Super Sport. There you go. They've signed the goalkeeper. Ivan Arboleda. Okay, Ivan Arboleda. And I guess this is the guy that's going to replace Loria. I don't know. Okay, so Arboleda, formerly of Rayo Vallecano. Okay, so the Spanish connection is real. This goalkeeper started off at Deportivo Pasto in, in Colombia. He then went to Banfield in Argentina. He then went to Rayo Vallecano in 2021. He went on loan to Newell's Old Boys, which is Lionel Messi's team that he supports. And then he went back to Vallecano in 2021. And they released him. Oh, he hasn't played for a year. He hasn't played since November. There you go. November the 14th. My mum's birthday. That's when uh, he was released. So he hasn't kicked ball since November. There you go. Rayo Vallecano. So they've got a Colombian goalkeeper. Lovely. There you go. Congratulations. See, thank you very much, boys and girls. See, the, the joys of live streams. These things happen. Beautiful. So, yeah, if any Unofficy fan is watching, I bet you're happy now. You have a goalkeeper to rival your 34, 35, 36. I don't know how old Laurier is. 37. I don't know. But you finally have a goalkeeper. Any news about Zahid for Omonia? No. No news for Zahid about Omonia. I, this is the first time I've heard his name mentioned since since after Omonia played up well in the league in 2021, I think. And uh, Sokolovsky was talking to him at full time. That's all I, I, I... First I've heard of Zahid being linked with Omonia again. He checked out from his apartment in Cyprus last week. Oh, you mean uh, Vada? Okay. So he's he's no longer in his apartment in Cyprus. So I'm assuming he got his passport sorted and he's leaving. I don't think he'll go back to Egypt because apparently he's going to have to do his national service. Is that right? Anyway, so I've, I haven't really got anything else to discuss in all fairness because I haven't seen anything else. Um, so let's quickly go through some transfers anyway. Um, Ayers have only signed Martin Zlogar. Ayek have brought in Sanchez, uh, Roberge, and Gadelari. Ael made the signing, Moriera, a uh, winger, I believe. Dutch, I think, apparently. Uh, Abuel, whoa, a club that hasn't got much money. They've been, they've been bringing in players. Fet Fatsidis, um, Eduardo, they brought in. They brought in Garamonoli on loan. Uh, Domane, which is the striker from Red Star Belgrade, if I'm not mistaken. And um, who else? Who's the other one they signed? Oh, Ab Abdullahi, the defender, who I think was at Doxa, if I'm not mistaken. We mentioned Abolon. Aris, ah, oh, blimey. Aris, they signed Badgie, the goalkeeper. Landing Badgie. Landing. Let me land, bro. 
they signed who else did they sign? They signed the two subs, didn't they? Uh Urosevic, that's that's one. Is he the left back or is he the winger? And Nikolic. Nikolic is the Nikolic is the left back, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I got it the wrong way around. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh Gudoxo signed a couple of players. Ethnigo, they signed four players. Whatever. Garmio Dissas signed Mukhtari, which I guess is the standout name so far. Uh, the big one is Salamina signing Narsing. Now, this is an interesting one, actually. The uh, former PSV Eindhoven forward. Forward? Forward. Uh, this guy had a spell in the Australian A-League. And I'm not going to lie to you, boys and girls. He was poop. He was terrible. But listen, let's get it right. I mean... You know, for Salamina to be signing a player of his experience, I guess is a good thing, you know. But my question is, how can they afford him? Because they release a whole bag of players purely because of their, their financial issues. Dolmes left, Marcatha left, um, uh, Manzek left, Nicolau left, Thiago, uh, Juan Felipe, Botiak, Klimovic left, Katsigaz uh, left. Uh, who else? Obviously, I mentioned Adoni, Malekidis, and Salalik, the guy that had like, a whole heap of percentages and, and thing in his announcement video. If you, if you watch this show, then you'll understand what we're talking about. But Narsing is, is, a, is a big name, I guess, but is he going to cut it in the Baratlima? Because no disrespect, you know, you know, Matt Derbyshire went to the A-League and he smashed it. And he came to Cyprus and he continued to smash it when he had the opportunities, of course. Narsing went to the A-League, didn't do too much. But at the same time, maybe he's taking this time out to get fit or fitter, should I say. Maybe he's taking the time to work on his game. And maybe he's realized that this is last chance saloon for his career. On the flip side, he might be thinking, ah, sunny weather, nice beaches, not far from the Netherlands. Won't have to get on a plane for 20 hours like you would going to Australia. So perhaps he sees Cyprus as a, as a retirement home. But then again, when you look at the Brathlima, it's unforgiving. People criticise the, the level of it and the quality. But I'll tell you what, you get found out in this league. You get found out. And that's the one thing I will say that a lot of players don't understand. You go to Cyprus, doesn't matter what name you are. Once you step on that fucking field... It doesn't matter about your reputation. If you don't show up, you show out. It's that simple. Still, do you believe that we will wait until the very end of the transfer window to sign players once again? We being Omonia, George, yeah? Um, well, look, I, I, I'm just... I, listen, I didn't want to do this, but I'll just tell it like it is. This time last year, approximately... In fact, the same day, 27th of June, 2022, Omonia had signed by that time... Bruno Felipe, Adam Matthews, and Militic. Three players had been signed by the 27th of June last year. And Omonia fans, myself included, were getting, getting very restless because we still needed signings. And what happened? Well, Brandon Barker came in, and we saw how that ended up. You know, Kasama literally came in a few days before the end of the... No, it was Kasama came in... When did he come in? It was before the Gen 
second leg, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And then Karim came in on deadline day. And then Hooper came in the day after deadline day because we could sign free transfers. So I'm hoping that Jesper Jansen has already started his planning. Has already started his transfer targets or whatever. He hasn't even officially been unveiled. I mean, it just tells you all you need to know the state of this club, doesn't it? He hasn't been unveiled yet. Anyway, I'm not going to go into any more Omonia stuff because there's no transfer rumours. There's nothing to discuss with Omonia, unfortunately. Um, Buffalo have signed Matthias, what's his name? Davor, that's a signing. And they signed um, Bellagio on a permanent deal, which I think is a decent signing. But I'll tell you what, I don't know if about you guys, but didn't it come as a surprise to see Buffalo's new head coach? What did you lot think of that? Because I was I was pretty certain that Milojevic was going to get the job at Buffalo. I thought it was done and dusted. But obviously he hasn't come in. And uh, they brought in, what's his name? Uh, Cartedo, who was, if I'm not mistaken, what's his name? Unai Emery's number two. In Spain, he brought in uh, Sergio Dominguez as his assistant. Same with Corona, not coronavirus, obviously. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a big one. And I'll tell you what, I'm just going to lay my cards on the table right now. Buffer will have a massive transfer window. I'm telling you, they're going to spend big, spend big, and they're going to bring in some names that are very, very good for Cyprus, levels above. So there you go. He was announced today. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. It was announced today. Okay, even though he, he, he came in, what, a month ago? So there you go. What's your opinion for Uzoho? My opinion for Francis Uzoho is he should stay for at least one more year. I don't know how long Fabi has got in terms of his playing career. Obviously, Fabiano has had injuries. Um, he's been phenomenal for Omonia. There's no two ways about it. But I think for the sake of Uzoho's career, would he would it be best for him to, to go abroad now? I don't think so, to leave Cyprus. I think he needs to be a bit more patient. So there you go. Nore, it was announced today that he'll be meeting the press of... Exactly, this is my point. He hasn't even been unveiled yet. He's been at the club for like a month and he still hasn't been unveiled yet. Keep up, Pedro. Keep up. Come on now. So, yeah. Oh, there was another thing which I forgot to mention. Uh, oh, shit. I can't find it now. I can't find it. Well, look, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Fabrizio Romano. Fabrizio Romano has been a little bit active with Cypriot football now, hasn't he? He did a little mention of Bilal a few weeks ago. And on his Instagram story, he mentioned that Bitta of Abolon is attracting attention of clubs in Belgium. So maybe Fabrizio Romano is is looking at the Cypriot League now, getting a little bit excited, isn't he? You know, good old Fab, even though there, there is a bit of controversy when it comes to Fabrizio Romano's tweets. I mean, I've heard various things from other people that he kind of steals content. But let's get it right. Who doesn't nick stuff? You know, when you put shit on social media, it's there to be stolen. You know, it's like leaving your wallet on on the wall, you know, and expecting no one to fucking take it. You must be bonkers. You know, especially in London. But so th- this is this is the story. We put it, we we obviously screenshot it and credited the guy. But this is the story. Here we go. 
There's growing interest in Yannis Bitsa as a bottle and Limassol striker scored 20 goals in 40, 47. He played 47 games last season. Rah, okay. Talks will take place in the next days as Belgian and Italian clubs are already working on that. And Italian clubs, Hemas. Fucking hell. All right. Okay, that I didn't know. I didn't pay attention to that last bit. But there you go. Yeah. Fabrizio, why Fabrizio Romano is active for our leave? What the fuck? Well, uh, shall, shall I give you my opinion on that? I think because he knows that there's a lot of money coming into Cyprus now with Buffo and Aris. And I think people have obviously given him the heads up. And he's probably thinking, if I just worm my way in, I might be able to have access. But you know what? I think I might email him. What do you reckon? Shall I ask Fabrizio Romano to come on this podcast? Shall I ask him just for jokes? I'll find his email address and ask him to if he wants to do this podcast with us. We could talk about Cypriot football and transfers. I could throw him some names. What do you think of Dimitris Christofi? <laughs> do you think at 34 years old he'll move to Saudi Arabia? <laughs> Fucking hell. But yeah. Oh, here comes Petro again. Who who cares when he showed off to the press? What I care about is getting his work and fucking the press. Calm down, man. Tranquillo. Anyway, that's all I have to discuss at the moment. I think we've covered quite a bit of ground in all fairness. In how long? 40 minutes? 25 minutes? Fucking hell, see? Time flies when you're having fun. So, apart from the announcement for our autopsy, there's no other breaking news in Cyprus. So I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Do me a favor. Hit that like button because we're not getting many likes on This Is Mappa. And, uh, you know, we, we want to boost the uh, the algorithm. We want to boost the views. We want people getting involved. Let me know in the comment section, not in the live comments, in the comment section below what you think your club's going to do, regardless of whether it's Omonia, whether it's Abolon, whoever club you support. Let me know which positions you believe your club needs to fill. And uh, let me know your predictions for the season in terms of where your club's going to finish. Because I, I need more interaction. I need more people telling me their views and their thoughts on their club. So, yeah, thank you, everyone, for watching. We've got 30 people watching live on YouTube. I don't know how many people are watching on Twitter. If you lot are watching on Twitter, hello, Twitter people. We have a Twitter. It is at this is Mappa. Ah, before you go... Tell us a few words for Mix leaving the club. It has come as a bit of a surprise because his contract ran out in 2024, as far as I was made aware of. So for him to leave a year early is a shock. I think Mix was a steady player. But if you look at the midfield options available at Omonia, Bashiru, Kasama, Hambo and Gusulo, there's no chance Humble will be uh, released. He's, uh, you know, got so much ability, so much potential. There's no chance Gusul will be sold. Kasama was a million pound. I don't think they'd, they'd get rid of him after a year. Bash has signed a new deal, which I think is incredible. Bash is actually on his way back to Cyprus today. He's had his break. So he'll be joining the club tomorrow uh, for, for pre-season. I think it's a shame that Mix is leaving. Don't get me wrong. I think he had his... Um, look, every player has their flaws, okay? I don't think Mix was quick enough. But at the same time, you know, he scored some important goals for us. You forget the goal against Buffer, his contribution there. I think he was steady. 
He could play centre-back at times when we needed. He could play right-back when we needed. We saw it various occasions under Berg. I'm sad to see him go. I think he was a nice guy. His dad watches No Trotters as well, which obviously, you know, gives our show a boost. But this is football. And this is the danger of becoming emotionally invested with players because they come and go, especially in Cyprus. Players leave after six months, a year. He lasted as long as he did. And I think he came out of the club. He came to the club with an injury. He worked hard in pre-season, got into the team, did well. And uh, I wish him well. Now, there are people saying, oh, what happens if he joins up a world? Well, so what? Who cares? You know, we heard this with Shehu. Oh, he he's leaving to go to Abuel. Well, Shehu's without a club now. He's in Nigeria, just kicking ball about with kids in the playgrounds, you know, at schools. You know, I love Shehu. I love him to bits. I'm gutted that he did. He didn't start Armonia. But what can you do? This is football. Like I said, don't get emotionally invested in these players because when they leave, you feel like shit. So yeah. Anyway, that's it, boys and girls. Thank you for tuning in. As I said, hit that like button. Subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. I don't know why you're watching uh, if you haven't subscribed because I think 30% of the viewers actually haven't subscribed. So how are you watching this? So hit that subscribe button. Uh, Leave a comment as well and follow us on Twitter. We also have a Discord, which our lovely friend Bedro, you know, this this miserable so-and-so over here, he created a Discord. So the link is in the description. And we also have a Spotify account. So if you want to catch up with last night's Shoot Defence No Choftes, which is a Premier League review with Rodri Giggs. Yes, Ryan Giggs' brother. Steve Ayer, who was a coach at Man City. He coached Phil Foden and Kieran Trippier. And Saji Burton, former Crystal Palace central defender. So catch up with that. It's on audio on Spotify. Everything is in the description below. We're on Instagram at This Is Mappa, on Twitter at This Is Mappa. Thank you, Inspire Sports Management, for sponsoring this episode. And we'll be back very, very soon. Goodbye.